Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the King Kong Minute podcast, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the 2005 film King Kong one minute at a time. I'm Terry. And I'm Steven. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 37. This minute is going to start with Anne looking super gorgeous and super dramatic on the deck of the venture, and is going to end with a shot of Engelhorn nervously hunched over his cartography table cartography table i thought it too but that's just a bigger i was gonna say map <laughs> yeah but that's a fine nice map <laughs> you national treasure uh <clears throat> cartograph a map <laughs> cartograph something wait something location of uh items of historical of and, and intrinsic value, value? A, treasure a treasure map <laughs> that's where we lost the fbi <laughs> oh national treasure minute Another one on the docket. Dang, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be so much fun. I love those films. <clears throat> well, anyway, <laughs> on that All note, right. King Kong. <laughs> Back to it. So, once again, we're picking up with this beautiful, painting-worthy shot mm-hmm. of Anne. On, <clears throat> we agree that it was the bow, right? Yes. Yeah, bow, bow the venture. She's the king of the world. Yes. All right. Um... I freaking love Denim getting all frustrated <laughs> with Driscoll getting moon-faced over Anne and missing, causing her to miss her cue. It's fantastic. Because, like, you know, Jack Black, you know, does shines when he's in a comedic situation, and mm-hmm. that's this. Oh, yeah. Man, this is what you must have felt like when I first met my wife, huh? It really was. I third-wheeled hard <laughs> for a whole weekend. Womp womp. Womp womp. It was fun. But, no, he, he's definitely, um, he... he takes the script thank you and then he, then he turns back to start shooting and he realized jack's still there he's like what, what we're is shooting this? a scene here yeah we're shooting like, a scene here excuse me <laughs> yeah he goes to go back and then very organic the way he plays it it's fantastic mm-hmm. and oh, then, that's uh, good stuff it's so good it's so good and um of course again i have to mention she's looking gorgeous he's looking wistfully it's like the perfect combination of yep two actors or actors actresses who are playing their parts perfectly mm-hmm. and so you, clearly love struck you know i mean add another one to the counter folks for how many times i say the word melodrama when talking about this movie <laughs> um get a swear jar going for that um <laughs> but i think part of the reason why we have that feeling is because a lot of these actors and the characters that they're playing really fulfill character archetypes mm-hmm. like Especially with Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, just by nature, with his acting style and his appearance, is the painfully wistful artist. Yes. Uh, Just in various ways. Like, he absolutely oozes that kind of energy. Just naturally with his acting. He can definitely do other stuff than that. Um, But, just, he can so easily pull that off. Um, Some of my favorite exceptions are in the... um, uh, Woody Allen film Midnight in Paris, where he plays artist Salvador Dali, mm-hmm. um, basically in Paris in the twenties, and he's so screwball there, he's amazing. And also in the twenty fourteen Wes Anderson film Grand Budapest Hotel, where he's this really snidely, like, oh, like, a, uh, insanely rich, wealthy type, or it's like a insanely rich. Or wow, I cannot talk. You got tonight. this. Uh, um. This insane, like, reedy and just, like, real whiny rich type, basically. I will have to watch both of those again. Well, one they're, again, one for the first time. They're they're excellent films. 
again, Woody Allen ain't great, but these people are. <laughs> um, and with with Naomi Watts also bringing her level of acting chops to this scene, I don't know why I don't see her in more things. Has she? Mm. Uh, maybe she stepped back from the acting scene or something. I don't know. If I were like on the Marvel end of things or on the Star Wars end of things she'd be somewhere in those two massive franchises because she's yeah honestly so good i mean if if nothing else if she would have gotten thrown somewhere into the eternals cast i, I don't know Ugh, i still didn't watch that one because I neither heard, did i i heard so many negative things but i yep. want to it's on my list eventually yeah. but just so and many god other knows things. yeah <laughs> you know god knows we all have disney plus <laughs> yep so many other things are on my list that it's hard to get around to that one <sighs> and well, anyway uh, <laughs> Oh, she's oh, sorry. been active. Sorry. She's been active in the past like, five, six years. Um, hmm. She's got credits from 2017-21. So, yeah, she's been up to stuff. It's okay. just not quite as much. Not big stuff. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Hey, maybe she's yeah. uh, collected her paychecks and is resting happily, whatever she's doing. Yeah. She's earned it's it. Very, yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's quite possible. So, um, do you have any more on this scene before we move on? Um, oh look, another venture establishing That's shot. That's exactly what I was going to say. My next note was we're going to start a drinking game. <laughs> Every venture <laughs> establishing shot, you take a shot, and you'll be drunk in yep. 30 seconds. Now I wonder if this... Okay, so with this establishing shot, I have to wonder if this one has the right number of lifeboats. Ooh, snap. Mm-hmm. To be well, yes, it does. I'm, I've decided to stop saying "to be fair" as well. So that's what, that's fair. And to be fair, I'm gonna cut those out. All right, mm-hmm. quit cold turkey. Um, yes, this ship would have had to to be legally seaworthy by maritime law, I believe, mm-hmm. or maybe that was just for big passenger ships. But um, after Titanic, they enacted very strict rules on having mm-hmm. enough lifeboats. So right, this was well after. But man, how often? Does it occur that the only reason that we have strict protocols for certain like safety measures because some disaster occurred to make it yeah. mandatory? Well, um, yeah. There's a YouTube there's a YouTube channel I follow called uh, Fascinating Horror. Okay. Um, which does like this very tasteful muted uh, breakdown of a lot of natural and man-made disasters. And, like, so often they occur because safety regulations weren't in place that caused, like, unnecessary loss of life. And Mm. in, like, the epilogue of every episode, it's almost, with each of these, they were the impetus for why certain safety measures are put in place. Um, Mm. Like, the Coconut Grove uh, nightclub disaster, I think that was sometime in the late 20s, early 30s, Um, like... The, that massive fire that broke oh, out in that yeah. nightclub that killed so many people is the reason why in any building front where there's a revolving door, there also has to be a standard door mm-hmm. in case the revolving door becomes clogged or becomes jammed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, so, I mean, that's... that's real dark of, to think about. Yes. That's kind of how we know certain foods are poisonous and why there are warning labels mm-hmm. on uh, cleaning products. Yep. On small scale. Um... Yes, so we have the uh, venture establishing shot again. That's our that's our girl, um, yep. and yeah. Then we go into what would this be? Englehorn's quarters, probably quarters or navigation room. Navigation room, the bridge. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know um, enough about the ship. 
Yeah. Well, we got some, like, uh, we got some cool-looking tools on here. We got the, we got a sextant up in the top right corner there I, we can I see. I was hoping you would know what these things yep. were because I didn't look into it. <laughs> so good. Um, so we got a sextant there. Um, he's probably tapping and holding what is basically the equivalent of, like, a protractor. Okay. I did, um, I did put that in my notes, but I wasn't sure if that would be what it was called. <laughs> I mean, it, it might be called something slightly differently. It's slightly different, but it is essentially that. And then we've got some, um, just, uh, different... Uh, measurement rules. Uh, looks like it has different, probably metric in English in various capacities, and then different conversion tables um, for map making scale. Then we got a magnifying glass and just a couple other idle tools here, but it's all good. It's all looks error appropriate to me. It does. And um, we get, what is it? Does Carl speak in this one, or is it just Englehorn saying there's no land there? Yeah, it's just Englehorn. Oh no, um, Carl is saying it's like turned southwest, southwest. at okay. a certain point. And Englehorn says, there's no land there. And that's... Yep. Um, and we can clearly see that that's Sumatra and the Malay Peninsula mm -hmm. on the map in the bottom right corner. Um, that is way out in the boonies. Mm -hmm. So that, that region. Of... Exactly. And that's why there's an undiscovered island there. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Reportedly. Allegedly. Yep. Other synonyms. So... Um, we get the idea that Englehorn is uh, the way he's tapping. I he seems nervous, which yeah surprises me for Englehorn. Uh huh. Because firstly, he's well. I guess the next minute really explains, but I just don't think a man of his stature. Yeah, uh, would I, be, I, yeah. I don't think he's nervous. I think he's losing his patience. Could be. But I then, think he's just irritated. I think something's in the next minute might. Make him seem more nervous, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Possibly. Um, I think just if we just take a look at um, just a world map and we just chart out where they would have to go from New York mm -hmm. to this point, they have been at sea for a long time. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the exact mileage of even if we were going to do New York to Singapore. Mm -hmm. And I don't have the travel, the average travel speed of a tramp steamer. Mm-hmm from that time um and what like waters would have been like and sea conditions would have been during that time of year sure but we can at least say they've been at sea for a couple of weeks at least for right sure. yeah yeah and uh, um well long enough like, for two protagonists to fall in love so yeah because this <laughs> is north atlantic south atlantic and indian ocean that we're talking here far as far as traversal um like this, uh, like they have to sail past South America. They've got around the Horn of Africa, uh, past the eastern coast of Madagascar, and basically make for roughly like start heading for India at this point. And we have to assume that Skull Island is somewhere in this batch of ocean in the Indian Ocean. Is there a long ways off? Is what I'm yeah. gathering here. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is quite the venture, you could uh... say. You should see yourself out. <laughs> my wife just groaned next to me. <laughs> if my wife was next to me, she would have done the same. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all that I had. Yeah. Um, 
check out our Patreon. There we go. Let's throw yeah. in a plug. It's been a while. Um, How about that? We got some time to pad. <laughs> yeah. How about a plug? Check out the Patreon. Uh, by this point, we will have released um, our... Well, actually, you know what? I won't I won't spoil it here. Go check it out. You'll find out what we've uh, posted by now. Yeah. We got some good stuff. We do. So um, enjoy that. Listen to that. Um, it'll be... Yeah. It'll be worth your while. Just listen to us talk more. Hopefully. If you like us. <laughs> um Please yeah pulls um also follow us on uh your favorite podcasting site spotify um apple podcast whatever that's called now it's not itunes anymore um follow us leave us a review that really helps us out and um other shameless please give me money things or give me fame things <laughs> plug 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 you're welcome please like us please we're like a, a clingy clingy significant other where you the um oh it's oh god i was thinking of it's like i I'm like i'm the emotionally clingy demon it's like i'm needy and dependent and i want to know where this relationship is going <laughs> yeah if you haven't watched this Dis- haven't watched disenchantment yet on netflix you really should it's hilarious i have not but i will i will look into it yeah more like if you if you've listened for 37 episodes yeah, 30, 37 episodes. You're probably, you know, invested. And I'm still over here like, please like us. Please. Yeah. Just, I'm not sure of my standing with you. Everyone loves an uh, entertainer who needs the uh, approval of their audience, right? Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that feels like a good place to wrap up, guys. <laughs> Was it? It's a place to wrap up. I don't know about good. I'm making it good. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, guys, you will hear us when you hear us next time. On the next episode of The King Kong Kong Minute. Minute. Bye, everyone.